episode 94 of the Evil G Podcast. My name is Colin. This here is Stu. Hello. Stu, have you heard the big news? Uh, shit. Uh, no. Well. Is this legit? I don't mean to get you excited or anything. Or like. Okay. Hype you up for something that's ultimately going to disappoint you when I finally say it. Don't want to get your hopes up or anything. Okay. Or keep, you know, building towards what is absolutely nothing. But it is something. Oh, Bill okay. Goldberg is a free agent. Oh my god, Young. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck hell, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no. Tony, Tony can't a mark? He'll, he'll fucking get him in. <laughs> I hope you're wrong. Him and Sting will be a tag team in the, oh, the some tag camps. <laughs> They'll call them the young upstarts. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So they actually let him go after all these years? Uh, apparently his contract expired last year. The end of last oh. year. And they, so. Did anyone really want to see Bill Goldberg in the first place? I'm guessing there are people he did. And then regretted it instantly. Then did the Lesnar match, and then just all bullshit after that. Yeah. All bullshit. Did he beat Lesnar? Uh, I can't remember the first time. Did he beat? When they ran off into the sunset together? I think he did. No, no, I mean, like, when he came back. Remember they like, oh, when he- do over, we'll do it properly this time. Oh, um... Uh- um, I can't remember. See, when he came back, did they make him a champion? Yes, multiple times. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's mental. Uh, it's the first one. Like, was you know when you were young and you're into wrestling and you actually thought Goldberg was cool because he just came into the ring and murdered people? I thought this was class because I didn't know any better at that time. And then when you get older and you look back at his matches, you go, Jesus, he was not very good at all. He wasn't, no. I found this match and I still don't know who won it. The WrestleMania <laughs> 33. But yeah, he, he took the title off of... Um, Why is that not here? Uh, yeah, Ke- he took a title off Kevin Owens. Um, which was shit. Mm. And then, yeah, Brock Lesnar beat him for the title then. He took the title off Kevin Owens in 22 seconds, might I add. Jesus Christ, of course he did, because he can't do big matches. On the pay-per-view before WrestleMania, and then dropped it to goal, or Lesnar at WrestleMania 33. Which... Was this was this uh, Vince booking or Saudi Prince's booking? No, no, this was Vince booking. This happened okay. in Wisconsin. Okay. And then what you're thinking of is when he beat The Fiend, who ah. they've been building up forever and ever and ever. 
only yeah. to send him to Saudi Arabia to lose to Goldberg in two minutes and 59 seconds. Only to have then uh, Goldberg drop the title to Braun Strowman in two minutes and 30, 13 seconds. Yeah. So there you go. Anytime you think Tony Gann can't book a show, just remember this all happened as well. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. Fucking hell. Hey? That's mad. But yeah, I, I am genuinely worried that uh, Tony Khan will mark out because Bill Goldberg's a free agent. Uh, d- uh, surely he knows better. There's no money in that uh, anymore, I don't think. No one wants to nah. see that at this stage. Nope. Started to launch into wrestling. Uh, I just wanted to do that bit, and then it kind of yep. just turned into a thing. So, um, yep. here as we it are. does, we else. Uh, so what we've we been playing all the same stuff this time. So, I we 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 tried Exo Primal. Exo Primal. So that had a beta mm. this weekend. Um, found out that saying it was crossplay, but you can't actually party up with anyone on a different system. No, you cannot. It's got the Chivalry 2 problem, but at least in Chivalry 2, you can uh, server browse and get into the same server at least. So, you know, that has that at, at, at the moment. This literally, you just can't party up. It's cross-play, but not really cross-play. Well, sort of. It, it was a bit of a silly system. Maybe they'll, you know, it's a beta, it's a work in process, whatever, like, but um, this game is out in four months july i think yeah yeah so unless the end product is completely different to the main game i don't think i'll be putting any money down on this i wasn't really impressed i don't know what you thought but um the, like the, so you're in like a big mech suit thing and you're I... fighting waves and waves of dinosaurs and the shooting to me just didn't feel it didn't feel good doesn't it but the, to me this game was at the same time, exactly what I thought it was going to be, and completely different than what I thought it was going to be. Because, mm. uh, yeah, like, I was expecting it to be sort of a... feel like, you know, an anthem-type thing. You're in a mech mm. and shooting. And you're right, the, the, the combat doesn't feel amazing. It doesn't feel terrible either, it's just there. It was very confusing, though. Because there was times where I was shooting at dinosaurs and you were getting like the red X coming up as if you were hitting them. And then there was times I know I was missing badly because I won't lie, I did have a couple of pints in me because it was Gold Cup Day at Cheltenham that day as well. <laughs> so I know my aiming wasn't exactly brilliant, but I know there was a few times where like I'd started to wind up my minigun and the dinosaurs had all well moved on out of my, because you can't move the quickest when you're winding up. You're, you know, the minigun character, you're sort of like, you know, stand and plant type thing, obviously. Yeah, it's got a spin up to it, yeah. Yeah. So they're all well moved on, and I'm clearly missing them. But all the red X's are coming up as if I'm hitting something, and I'm like, am I hitting something? Should I keep shooting? Because then I started to think, maybe my vision is really bad here, and maybe I am hitting something, but I I know I wasn't. And then there was times I know I was directly hitting the big triceratops, clean in the fucking face, and the game's looking at me going, no, you're missing. And I'm like, what? What? (laughs) So to me, the combat felt a wee bit flaky almost and i know it, it it looks well enough it's using that fantastic re engine but um i just 
didn't feel I, I was expecting like a like a you know a left for dead with dinosaurs like here's a here's a mad thing happening with dinosaurs go go get that sorted out uh and all the rest of it i didn't expect to be up against another team yeah that's the thing that threw me off um and it, yeah it's it's nothing like uh, it's just not one of those left for no. dead like games it's it's not um you so put you, it best when you said it. it's like a race yeah so so you'll have basically a level will consist of a number of phases you'll go to a designated position and then the game will tell you okay spawning dinosaurs these type of dinosaurs now uh-huh. you're in a race with another team who you cannot interact with at this point you can sometimes uh, when the round finishes uh, and you're moving between rounds, you can see a red outline of whereabouts they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a race to get to the end, but it's not a race at the same time because the, the rate that getting there first doesn't win you. It just gives you an advantage. So you go I, through... Yeah. You, you'll hit... Through the point is like, right, shoot all the dinosaurs and you'll shoot all the dinosaurs and they'll just fall out of the sky like we've seen, which... It's very fucking old, very fast, to be honest. Yes. Um, and then, so it'll be like, you'll finish that, it'll either go, ah, oh, you're you're doing the stuff faster than the other team, or the team's faster than you, and you'll mm-hmm. sprint to the next point, and they'll go, right, here we go, spawn more dinosaurs. You're like, okay, and then you shoot those dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And there's different types of dinosaurs, you know, velociraptors, you're yeah. like, you, you're standard guys, you've got, guys that spit shit at you dinosaurs yeah. that blow up and poison everything and there's flying dinosaurs you got triceratops this is kind of like a mini boss and then you're the t-rex is the big bad thing mm-hmm. um so you'll go through a couple of things that where it's like i oh, just shoot them all and then it gets to a stage where it's like break barriers and that point that like the rest of the team must have been doing that because I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just shooting more dinosaurs. You're yeah. like, break. And it's like, oh, you broke in a bar. You're like, I did? What? <laughs> I was looking this up. Do you know how you break the barriers? Hi. Shoot dinosaurs. Oh, okay. So you literally are just shooting dinosaurs. So no yeah. one was doing anything different at that part. We're no, still all just shooting. You dinosaurs. had to kill so many da- dinosaurs to break through the barriers. That's bas- it's basically the, the game is trying to find another way to say the word yeah. shoot dinosaurs. Exactly. You're 100% right. That's shit. Um, yeah. So then you get on to the final round. Now, I think there's a couple of versions of this. So, yeah. Yeah. So one I saw where you get in and some sort of hammer starts charging. Now, obviously, if you get there first, um, you are charging your hammer first before the other team got there. So that's that's the whole point of the race part of it. Now, th- that's your advantage is you get to charge up the thing first. Or in the other one that we saw, it was like a Overwatch style push the payload. Yes. Um, and all the while, more dinosaurs. Shoot more dinosaurs. Um, but the, the payload thing was a bit odd for me because it wasn't very well designed i remember at one point i thought right i have a minigun i'll stand at the front of the payload Mm. and then we turned a corner and the whole enemy team was there and i was like oh fuck okay and i went to turn around and come back to you guys but the payload was blocking the whole cave (laughs) 
like, your entire team's fuck? stuck on the other side of it and there's you like and that that's that's the kicker as well in that final round you can now shoot each other um and which does affects i, I get the payload pushing one I, I get how that changes that. That's pushing the payload. If people aren't beside the payload, it's not being pushed. So if you kill the other team, they can't push the payload. The charger one, I don't know. Were we supposed to be standing beside that thing? Fuck knows. Um, it's really messy and badly... Like, it's still got four months to go, but it does mm. not really communicate what's going on around you very well. Um, it's like, if you look at Overwatch, which... I think this game is basically trying to be kind of like Overwatch in the mm-hmm. fact that you've got all these different mech suits that are part of one of it's one of three class, you know, attacker, a tank, and a healer, yep. um, and they all have their own abilities that they can fire off. They have an ultimate they fire off. You know the drill, but they're mm-hmm. saying, "What if Overwatch but PVE as well?" And it's like. I'm a Okay. Um, like, ah, dinosaurs. This guy, everyone loves dinosaurs. Um, yeah. Give me fucking Dino Crisis, you bastards! You fucking yeah. cowards! Take this Using shit. The shove RA engine and shove that up everything. your hole. Yep. Yep. Where the <sighs> fuck is our Dino Crisis? And th- th- this is a. This isn't something that Capcom hasn't been able to crack yet. Is is that sort of live? you know destiny like yeah. overwatch like like they have live games that like they're like street fighters a live game you've got yeah, the, the, is, yeah. the monster hunter games yes um but they haven't got something where they're like yeah oh, here's a battle pass and, da, 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 and all this yeah shite um there's something to keep making extra money on yeah and they, they tried to do it with the most recent like the that re verse oh the Resident geez, Evil thing. No, that was a fucking disaster. Yeah. Uh, what was the one you played for a while? Oh, uh, the resistance. Is that the asymmetric multiplayer? Yes. The one they fucking broke. You mean? Yeah. So is they that... fucking broke it and they never fixed it. <laughs> so is that? And then uh, now there's there's this, and I, the, the, I I can't see this lasting very long. To be honest, it's no, it no. doesn't play. I I would put the. You know what? I would rather play this. Is that the aliens one? Uh, yeah, 100%. fire team. I, 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 I enjoyed playing that more than, and that that felt better than this. Like, you see, when it came to the PvP part of that payload pushing thing, mm-hmm. that felt really bad. The actual PvP stuff. Yes, it does. Because you you had no indication of when you were getting hit. The HUD is that crazy. You can't really see your own health and there's so much dinosaurs and whizzing about on screen i struggled to even see the enemy team at some time sometimes and the moment you actually maybe did see someone and you started getting into a fight you were dropped inside i don't know a couple of seconds it didn't actually feel like a good proper like fight it just felt like oh i've seen you first you now have no chance nothing feels particularly snappy or tight in the controls and it's no. just got that like you feel like there's a disconnect between you and what's going on in the screen um, mm. and if you think of like Overwatch and what makes Overwatch good is like you, you never have to think about 
the mechanics of a game, you just know nope. because it's really well designed and it controls mm-hmm. really well and the weapons feel really good. Um, and this has got none of that. And the the design of the, the, the levels, the stages, I, I can't remember anything about them. Post-apocalyptic G- urban shit. Yeah, generic rune city. Generic as fuck, eh? Just generic uh, as fuck. Um, I mean, the dinosaurs are dinosaurs. Yep. To me, this feels like it. When they started it, they were they were like, "Here, we'll make this free to play, and we'll do this and this and this." And then someone along the way went, "Here, what if this doesn't do very well? We should sell it for money, and that way, if it doesn't, at least we've made a bit of money off people buying it." That's what it felt mm. like. I was like, this feels like it should be free. This does not feel like anyone should be paying to play this. Especially oh, 50 lids. No, it, de- it definitely... Like, again, beta, we only saw a small fraction of it, but even like core gameplay, just nah, man. No. Like, so you can't change the core gameplay in four months? Probably not. No. I mean, that, that was a, a network test they were doing, so they're at that stage, they're fairly happy with what they've got. They're just stress testing servers now. So, yeah. like I say, when it was when you know when they showed you that initial trailer and they showed you the doll with the red and oh, yeah, that's the other thing we have to talk about. The character creator is pointless as fuck. Yeah, I don't know why that's in there. I'm guessing some the, the, this might matter in the main game somewhat, or is Maybe. it just for like the results screen? and the way you changed mech was very stupid you could change mech obviously mid game but you had to select your mech then you had to jump out of the mech and then when you were out of your mech you had to press buttons to jump into your next mech and when you're out of your mech you're literally a human being with a pistol surrounded by dinosaurs and other giant mechs why the fuck do I want to press buttons to jump into the next mech I want it to be instant I don't want to Oh, I'll roll around on foot and do this wee bit here. No, nobody's going to do that. Mm. It was a bit stupid. It was like, just between next, quick. Why have this little mechanic in there? This is pointless. Sorry, rant over. <laughs> yeah, I said that. Well, that's that's our thoughts on uh, Exo Primal. Yeah, our, oh, our final thoughts on Exo Primal. Give us fucking Dino Crisis. Uh, so we both played something else, which is a lot yes. better. And I'll let oh, you. Uh, I'll let you talk about this first. It's your first time playing this. Yes. So you, I, I'm pretty sure on this podcast alone, I have said many, many, many times, I must get dead cells. Must get round to play dead cells. Well, I fucking did. I got round and I played dead cells, <laughs> and it's fucking brilliant. Uh, I do enjoy my wee roguelikes and. It had been a while since I'd played a good one, and obviously with the upcoming DLC, which you'll talk about, um, I thought to myself, and it was on sale, I thought, right, this is the time to get Dead Cells and give it a fucking go. And it's just genius. It's so well made, and everything just feels so snappy is the word. The combat feels so snappy. The movement feels so quick and fluid. You know, if you if you die in Dead Cells, it's not the game has fucked you over. You've made a mistake. You have fucked up. You know, the game, as much as it is procedurally generated, it's very clever in the fact that it never makes things unfair. 
it never sort of goes I we're gonna put way too many things in this room or we're gonna do this really stupid thing here. For being procedurally generated, everything is just laid out like like you would swear someone had created these levels and sat and made these. That's how well designed this this procedural generated level is. But obviously when you're playing it, you know, it puts you in mind it does put me in mind straight away of something like Castlevania. It just has that great feel about it. And the design work, the the the, the sprite work and the designs, oh, it's gorgeous because even the movement, there's obviously there's a lot more frames there than there needs to be for your character. I don't even know what his name is. I just call him the guy. Um, hey, I don't think he has got, a name. It, he's got so many frames when he moves. It just looks like he's gliding along the screen. and It's so good. So good. And the amount of weapons and power-ups and everything that you get and it has like I like the fact that there's like a risk reward thing between levels, almost Dark Souls style. It's like if you finish a level, you get to keep all your stuff that you've you've you know you've got. But some levels have multiple exits, so you might come across an exit really quickly, and you'll go, "Oh, I could jump in here now, maybe get a time bonus." But shouldn't, shouldn't do that. <laughs> no, because you want to go search the level for your scrolls and your weapons and stuff. But, I'm you know. sure people play like speedrunners play it. There's a there's a whole built-in speedrunning leaderboard and all, which is really yeah. cool. But absolutely love it. Um, I have accidentally unlocked quite a few things, so I actually got the jacket outfit from Hotline Miami, which was cool. Um. Apparently, what I had to do was use his, I think I had to use his baseball bat so many times or something because I found his baseball bat, oh, nice. and it actually comes up like um, the numbers come up like Hotline Miami numbers, and I was like, "Oh, this is fucking class!" Yeah, so, I've found the the hyperlight drifter sword as well. Yes, that's cool. That's where you get the drifter and the and the gun, isn't it? No, you, I pick... th- that's the machete and gun. No, 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 no. So the machete and gun is is a one weapon. If you pick up the hyper light drifter sword, if you equip it, it automatically will put the gun on the other. Slot. Oh right, I never actually used it because what I had, I got really lucky with ah. a gold weapon early on, so nothing was. Nice. <laughs> if you pick it up, it automatically gives you a gun. I got uh, you know the first boss you beat the the concierge. Yes, his hammer is fantastic. And I got a gold version of his hammer, and that's how I nearly finished the game. Uh, I'm that's guessing the flint, isn't it? Flint, yes. Yeah. So I got the. So it usually has an ability where if you charge the weapon, mm-hmm. it does the big flame yes. out in front of you. My gold one had a, a modifier on it where every attack is charged. Yes. Exactly. Did you have yep, the same yep. one now? Uh, the same one, and that's how I got near the. I got the fight. Was at the right hand of the king. I that uh, weapon I, feeds like cheating. Hey? <laughs> it does. <laughs> I minced the second boss without even trying. The, the timekeeper or something. I was like, no, this is ridiculous. I'm not even thinking about what I'm doing. Yeah. But that was the thing. I got into such a like, oh, I'm plowing through this game. That the the last boss fucked me up, and it was my own fault. I was like, ah. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. That's my fault. That's my fault. Um, but I got a. I once got a gold version of the baseball bat as well. Jesus, that's that's beastly. Every time you kill something, you get just one kill will give you speed boost. Mm. And then I have a mutator that whenever I have a speed boost, I get healing on attacking and a damage buff. So I was running around with this bat, just one shot and everything. <laughs> 
Nice. Oh, it's such a good game. Such a good game. Um, the one level that fucks me up every time is the one where you sort of go in and it's like all red and dark and you have to sort of keep hitting the lights. Mm. Um, I can't find my way. I can, I, I'll always get to a point because once you light the light, it will eventually bust. Only the lights are in the teleporter stay permanently. So if you haven't got the right way and all your lights are bust, oh, you're in trouble. And that's happened to me a few times now. But it's so well designed. And it just looks and plays so well. So yeah, I'm really glad I finally, finally got in. And obviously, there was big DLC released, so I'm going to let you take over now. Yeah, so I, I got the, the Castlevania DLC. Um closest thing we've had to a Castlevania game in years. Mm. Uh, so that adds in um, new levels. I think it's like five new levels. New bosses, new loads of new weapons and that um, from Castlevania. Uh, so basically right. I, I, on that first level um, you've actually probably seen it because I think they, they still put it in but if you try to go into it, it'll be like, ah, oh, you need the DLC to go here. But uh, you'll, you'll oh, the find, big, big door. Yeah, you'll find a door that takes you to the castle outskirts, which is the uh, traditional first level of mm-hmm. Castlevania games. Um, so yeah, the, well, you find Richter Belmont, and he's all like, ah, the castles back and, and then you find Alucard and he's like ah oh, my father's trying to come back and we need to stop this you know it's Castlevania you know what you're in for yep. um, and then you're basically just playing through Castlevania but uh, it's Dead Cells and can't into it it's um, so it, it's you you can like it's pretty obvious you know the influence uh, Castlevania's had on Dead Cells because not only is like Dead Cells is a roguelike, but it is it is also a Metroidvania. Um, you yes. unlock abilities as you go that open up new paths, which is is how those games work. Um, and that yeah, this is you playing through Castlevania style levels with with that, and it's not that different. It's the, from um, you know from what Dead Cells is already, um, mm. but obviously. In Dead Cells, you can do things that you can't in Castlevania, which changes things up a bit. It's like, for example, you have a full-on forward roll. You can roll through attacks. You can't do that in Castlevania. Mm. Um, you don't have knockback. Uh, so, you know, there's no infuriating you by knocking you off ledges. Um, mm. And there's no stairs. Or is there stairs? Oh, yeah. Uh- no, you're right. There's not. Sure. Uh, again. Well, there's not. There's not in the base game anyway. <laughs> um. But yeah, the, this uh, works really, really well. Um, and if these guys went and just made a standalone Castlevania game, I think they could do a really good oh. job. Um, that would you, be amazing. You know, you're you're seeing, um, like I say, you, you meet Richter, you meet Simon, you meet Maria, um. And I, I really like the way they look in the game. It's almost, I guess, some more of a cartoony, it's a bit more colorful. And, um, yeah, but I, I think it does have a great look, Dead Cells, you see. So I would love to see. I'm so tempted to buy the Castlevania stuff, but it's like, no, I'll play more of the game because I want to see how it looks with that art style. Yeah. Um, 
there's cool wee touches as well. It's like you'll uh, find certain rooms where you'll you know you'll find a weapon for the first time, but the it'll it'll be one of the bosses from one of the games. Like I found the the big uh, flesh ball, and I can't even remember <laughs> what weapon I pulled out of that. Or the uh, you know the mask that you fight. In, oh yes, yes, yes. Is that in one or two? Can't even uh, remember that already. I think it's two. I think it's one of the only bosses in two. Um, but, uh, yeah, and uh, you've got all the music remixed in there. You know, Bloody Tears, Vampire Killer, you know the drill. Done a really good job at uh, uh, read. Well, no, they're not remixed. They're completely redone. Like they're, There's like 50 songs, though, apparently, isn't there? Yeah, shit ton of songs. Uh. So... Does it just play a different song each time you play Castlevania, or like, like can you put the Castlevania soundtrack on? Like, say you didn't go into the Castlevania levels, can you still go into the options and stick the Castlevania soundtrack on? I don't and know. Is there all? Oh, okay. I'm not was, sure. I'm, you've just after said there's five levels basically, and I remember watching the trailer and I was like, fifty tunes, sweet. And then I'm like, wait a minute, is there ten song? Is there ten remixes per level or something? Um, I'm not so sure. Don't quote me in that five levels. Uh, but apparently, you can gen- you can genuinely, because obviously there's there's outfits and stuff you can unlock in the game, but you can actually unlock Richter as well, and he has <laughs> his yes move set from Symphony, yeah, or Rondo. So I think it would be to do that. I'm not sure how how you do it. Um, there's twenty like outfits, but this is like actual changes your move set completely. So I you know, doing that would give you an idea of what it would be like if they did a full on Castlevania game. That's almost like what they were doing. Like, wasn't it like here? Look, 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 look. If we don't Castlevania, here's how we'd make Richter play. <laughs> Yo, can Konami have no qualms about letting studios do nope. stuff with their existing? properties as we've seen well like this mm-hmm. is this is an example and if this does well i i could see the the next thing to happen be like all oh, right so motion twin is now doing a full-on castlevania game which will be a direct sequel to symphony of the night probably i, I would be so up for that too. Or I don't know. I don't know what you do about the, the, all the DS stuff. Or, or maybe, yeah, maybe they just go well, well, reboot. Yeah, yeah. Or Simon or Belmont alter- again. Or alternative timeline, or some shit like that. Yeah. No. Dracula's learned to time travel. Oh, we have to go back and change this. So It'd be pretty cool. These games still happen, but this one can happen. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool. What's that? Got five seasons of a Netflix show there that they could adapt. Oh, fuck, that would be cool. Tell the Netflix show, but as a game? Yeah. That'd be fucking lethal. I think that could be worked. Uh, I definitely recommend this. It's it's well worth the money. Uh, it's like 850 and it's a lot of content there. Mm. And if you like Castlevania, um, you'll like that. I have no idea how you, they fit 51 tracks into this. There must be some... 
comes out. Yeah, they've got fifty-one original and twelve ones they've redone. So there must be there must be some sort of option that I haven't seen that lets you switch music. Hmm, cool. That's awesome. I will I will definitely be picking this up, like I say, <sighs> but I want to do it at least after I've done one clear run. And like I say, it was my own fault. I ballsed up. I went down like a big cocky shit because I had my gold flint bit. Oh, this will be sweet. How just like the last boss. The boy made short work of me. You know what really helps is uh, just going like, full on everything in green. In green? Yeah. You know, you get the option to update their, or upgrade one of three stats, the red, yeah, purple, I green. Do. I do the brutality in red. I mm, but green. Don't don't think that as oh I have to go red because that's most damage. No, because then all your weapons you pick up will be uh, green weapons, and you having a high green stat just gives them a shit ton of damage anyway. Oh, I because I I use the green. Uh, I I flick. I don't just update red all the time. I will look at which one give you the most. So health, update, is it? Yeah, I will update red a good few times. You know, to get my damage up, and then I'll go right. Time to start getting my health up here. So if purple's five forty percent and green say seventy percent, I'll start adding the green ons a couple of times. Then purple mm. will be the highest. Then I'll add the purples on. So I get the biggest health pool. And then once you know they're all roughly the same numbers again, then I just start banging into the reds to give me more damage. Yeah. The um, that's, that's how I play it. I recommend uh, doing like a parry based build because I don't normally do oh, parries I, and that I last night I was on, uh, it's actually pretty easy in this oh um, don't look at your animation uh, there's there's like a it shows like a, a force field in front of you when you push the button if you time it based on that force field not the animation it makes it actually a lot easier uh huh but I think different sheets have different timing windows as well, so you just have to be careful for with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about we get into some game news? Mm-hmm. Um, going to start with the weekly check-in of this Microsoft <laughs> Activision purchase, which everyone's everyone's sick of sick of fucking talking about. Yep. Um, so Sony was out saying stuff, uh, basically, so we cannot protect against the loss of Call of Duty, then threw Destiny just under the fucking bus. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we got Destiny, but that's, that's a fucking pittance. Yep. They threw their whole fucking first party shit under the bus, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Big Daddy Cool throwing down the fucking tag belt. After he lost the, ah. the world title and called it a pittance. It's like the entire tag division thanks you. Um, Fucking hell, hey. Yeah, they, 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 they go... All the numbers are redacted, but they're like... Uh, the Destiny only makes up a fraction of, of the hours and money spent on Call of Duty. Um... <clears throat> Uh, and yeah, they're, they're saying that if if they lose Call of Duty, um, they're fucked and can't compete with Microsoft. But they that does not address the fact that Microsoft have given you a ten year fucking <laughs> deal for Call of Duty. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're, they're saying. 
I know I've brought this up a couple of weeks in a row, but again, Sony are all, oh, if we don't, if we lose Call of Duty, that's it. We don't stand a chance. And obviously, Nintendo are still standing, looking around, going, eh? "Oh, it's, it's absolute bullshit." <laughs> and as well, it, it, it would actually, it would actually give see see that space that online shooter, yeah, PvP space there that with where you call it duties and your your battle feeds and that. See Microsoft mm. buying that and making it exclusive, that mm-hmm. would create a window or even a fucking need for someone to fill that gap on PlayStation or for Sony yep. themselves to fill that gap. And that's that's how you could argue that, yeah, that Microsoft doing this is a good thing. And I think that is what, uh, well, Microsoft isn't arguing that side because they're like, no, no, we're, not, we're still putting it out. But this still um, has, you know, it, it's, it puts Sony in a position where it's in their interest to create something that will be a Call of Duty but they really don't want to do that at all. No. Because <laughs> they want to, because they well, we've got a Call of Duty. It's like, yeah, that's not how the competition's supposed to work. You're supposed to, that, that's, there's no innovation there. Nope. They don't argue there's innovation in a Call of Duty franchise. <laughs> it's like, no. No. He put zombies Jeez. in it. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> and it became bigger than the base game at one stage. <laughs> that's right, everyone loved that for a wee while. Hmm. Um, the EU regulators have uh, delayed their decision. They were supposed to. They were supposed to make that on the twenty sixth of April, and um, it's being pushed back to the twenty second of May. Or no, no, sorry, it wasn't supposed to be on the twenty sixth April. It was supposed to be like last week or something. <laughs> Oh, last week? Oh, no, sorry, 25th of April, and then uh, it's moved to 22nd of May. It's the UK one that is the, their deadline is the 26th. Uh, so, yeah, they, they need, need more time. Um, and then, I don't know if this is just by coincidence this happened, or how linked this is, but they are definitely linking this. Um, Microsoft announced plans to open a mobile app store on phones. So, EU regulation um, has basic. Well, the EU has basically said to Apple and Google, you can't keep other storefronts off your phones. Um, All right. So they have to open up their phones. Um, the to allow other other storefronts such as a Microsoft store to be mm. on the phones and sell uh, sell apps um, so it was Phil Spencer basically saying uh, we're looking to open uh, a Microsoft store sell games across platform, mobile platforms uh, and this is part of the reason we want Activision Blizzard uh, to fill in gaps uh, in that marketplace which uh, would give them Call of Duty Mobile Diablo Immortal Candy Crush Saga uh, Candy Crush Saga being <laughs> one of the biggest games around, surprisingly. Yep. We talked about that before. Where I was like, ah, that they, they want King, the mobile developer. Yes. That's 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 what they want. They don't give two fucks about. Well, they probably do give a little bit of. I mean, a fuck, yeah, but, yeah, I'm sure they do. But the but, the, the biggest prize is King. Uh, the money, the money pot is King. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's there's Phil Spencer saying I was right. 
<laughs> Thanks, Phil. Uh, yeah, and there, there's there's the update for Microsoft by an Activision. Yep. It's going to get there eventually. The weekly drama. It's becoming a soap at this stage. It's become very, very stupid. Just when you think like nothing too stupid. That last week's was really stupid. It was like, yeah. oh, they'll send us a buggy Call of Duty. Oh, they're gonna put bugs in my Call of Duty, mommy. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> come on. Um, Sonic Frontiers free mm. DLC is out two yeah, days. Two days I am shocked at how well that game is doing, hey. It was a low fucking bar. <laughs> it, it was a low bar, but it it seems to have like done a lot better than I think anyone was expecting. <laughs> what if this is the this will be the new strategy for long running franchises now? Is um, re- <laughs> remake? So Nintendo's going to make three mainline Mario games in a row, spend fuck all money on them, and they'll be absolute dog shit. And yep. release them, and everyone, and then they'll release a Mario after that, and then it'll it'll be okay, and everyone will go nuts. <laughs> so they'll release Mario Sunshine two, three, and four, and then <laughs> they'll release something like really good. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why Mar- Mario Galaxy is overrated. It's just because Sunshine was the one before it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Christ, everybody loves Galaxy. Hey? They say it's the it. best. I'm not fussed on it. No, uh, that one, that one. Uh, what's the Switch one? Uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Well, fucking yeah. Odyssey's brilliant. It's yeah, so Odyssey looked even when I was just watching it being played. I was like, yeah, this looks way better than Galaxy. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Yes, it is. I like it better. I, I think everyone enjoyed 64 as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't know if it would. Do you think that would have aged well? They did a re-release of that, so did they? Yeah, um, <laughs> on the 3DS, and I think you can get that on the. Oh, well, you definitely can get it on the Switch Online. I'm not sure what version it is. Hmm. Uh, so what the hell is this DLC adding? Sight, sounds, and speed. Apparently, yeah, it's going to add like challenges. Uh, you know, like speed challenges. So kind of like your your levels anyway. Uh, it's adding a bunch of remixed classic Sonic songs that you can go into a jukebox and I add certain songs to certain levels. So like if you want to, uh. you know, change the music on one of the islands or something, you can go and do that. There's a whole bunch of free ones. And then sites. What was that now? <laughs> Photo yeah. mode for all you Sonic ah. perverts out there. Yep, there we go. Yep. Gotta keep the furries happy. I wouldn't even put Sonic perverts and furries in the same boat. No, that's not right. that's not fair yeah. in the furries. That's not actually a good they, point. That's they, a good point. They don't want to be associated with that. No. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's bad when it's when when something is so bad that a particular uh group of fetish people went like, no, wait, 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 don't get this confused with us. There's nothing to do with us. Get that shit out of here. Uh, I'll I'll put on a dog mask and wear a tail. I don't fucking draw big, mostly Sonic the Hedgehogs. I don't get the fuck with that shit. In other 
uh, new content for Game Stew Light. Mm. News. Yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, so it is finally, finally coming to Game Pass um, mm. on the 12th of April. Uh, for March, it is part of the PS Plus Essential yes. Games. Uh, I wonder if that was anything to do with the whole it coming to to Game Pass mm. type thing. Is like, a, all right, so you have the you'll you get exclusivity for this amount of time, then then you can put it on your PS Plus thing, and it's coming to Xbox. Um. So yeah, it's getting some new content to go along uh, with it coming out in Xbox. Uh, new locations, new quests, new skills, new modes. Hmm. Actually, looking forward to this because I'll be honest, I played through that game once, and then I sort of it. I obviously still have it. Um, and I've been sort of looking for an excuse to play through it again, but like I say, it was just, it was just opening the map was a pain in the arse, but. If there's a whole bunch of new stuff to do, then hopefully they give you more sort of sidetracking to do and you know stuff to muck around <laughs> with. Because to be honest, the side quests in that game were kind of more fun than the main game, so mm. they were. Um, there was there, one of my favorite side quests. I'll always remember it was the haunted house, but it was being haunted by a cat who hated the piano. So it wasn't actually trying to scare anyone. It just didn't anyone didn't want anyone going near the piano. So yeah, it haunted the piano, and you had to have like a fight in the living room with with this piano. And obviously, you know, stereotypical thing: it turned the piano keys into like a big mouth and attacked you know. And then when you beat it, this wee cute kitten came out of it and went, "Oh, I'm sorry, I just don't like this <laughs> instrument." And you're just like, class. Uh, so this update is called the Spider's Thread. It's gonna have extended cutscenes in the main story, new locations, including the school, um, new quests. Oh, Aye, uh, Japanese school horror fun. Yo, it, that's the worst place. It's in a horror <laughs> game. A school is always the worst fucking place to be. Uh, they got new enemies. Uh, Silent Gaze, Sanguine Ooh. Dancer, and Retribution. Uh, new skills called Charge Rush and Counter Attack. Expanded photo mode. Uh, capsule machines to unlock figures. Um... Plus, roguelike spiders thread mode challenge players to navigate 120 handcrafted levels in one go, earning in-game currency to unlock new skills and upgrades along the way. Hmm. Um. So, seeing as this is all being added in, just as this is coming out on Xbox and Microsoft owns Bethesda, and what if all this stuff? does something to where it's like, no, this pushes the game over the line. It's an all-time classic now. Hey, Sony might have a point. <laughs> <laughs> so Shinji Mikami actually wanted all this in the base game and Microsoft were like, nope, 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 nope. You put, you put in as little as you can, but you get this out the door. And then see when it comes to us, then you can put all the cool stuff you want that in. Because I remember him talking in interviews, we had all these great ideas. And I was like, where's all the other stuff he was talking about? <gasps> he wasn't allowed to put it on. That, that was because Microsoft bought them and they're all like, um, so they came up to him and was like, can you put this game out now? And he's like, no, I've got this, this, and this. And they're, yep. they'd, then they'd be like, 
I have a Cheers PlayStation exclusive for like a, a year, so fuck it. Just fire it out as it is, and then you can spend the rest of the time and get it ready for Xbox. I would not be surprised if next week's uh, Microsoft buying Activision update is Sony accusing them of this. Probably. <laughs> I could definitely see that happen. Well, he's, Sinji McCamley's obviously left Tango Gameworks now. He has, yes. Yeah, he left. Um, he never gave a proper update, but I remember years ago watching an interview with him and he was he was talking about Resi 4 and he said the one thing that always annoyed him at the start was that it was GameCube exclusive. And he's like, mm. I never wanted this. I hated this idea. I wanted it on everything. So that's why he fought so hard to get it onto the PlayStation 2 and then he eventually got it onto the 360 and things like that. So I'm just wondering with you know with this buyout happening with his studio, was he sort of sitting there going Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't release <laughs> games on everything anymore. Fuck this. Well, so soon. Uh, when is it? Uh, 12th of April. I'll finally get the try. Um, <clears throat> this is weird. Um, Heinz? They're doing a Fortnite thing about tomatoes. I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, it gives me so so they're they're all like <clears throat> well known farming the whole thing like uh, like the mass farming damages soil as you, as you go yeah. and makes the soil last fine blah 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 and it's a real serious problem for the world yeah. um and Heinz are all like ah oh, we're raising awareness of this and it's like do people playing Fortnite can't fix this why are you telling them. <laughs> Oh, you <laughs> need to fix this. You yeah. are the cause of this. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much just a Heinz patting themselves in the back. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we're going to have 100% sustainably grown tomatoes by 2025. It's like, what? You caused the problem that you're fixing. Come yeah. on. <laughs> it's like... Fortnite is literally just used now for advertising and for people to raise awareness. And you're just like, what? When was? What? What? what will it ever be a video game again? Nope, it's an advert for Resident Evil Four. Oh yeah, that's right. I... <laughs> Have you seen the model though for him? Does it look like a Fortnite model? Ah, it looks absolute dog shit. <laughs> well, the the Heinz. Tomato guy, it looks like something out of your nightmares. Oh, I've seen that as well. Why has he got a pizza slice on him? Behind my pizza? No. That'll be, that'll be a tie-in. That'll be a crossover event with uh, Domino's or something. Heinz and Domino's bring you farming. Could you imagine a pizza where you used like Heinz ketchup instead of tomato oh. sauce? No. That'd be awful. That would be rotten. Plus, uh, any any local Italians would probably try and murder you. Italians need to accept that they've lost pizza already. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> uh, Just give it a rest. <laughs> it's like, if they take the, if they take their eye off the ball too long, they'll lose spaghetti bolognese next. <laughs> is that even Italian? I. I oh, yeah. Or is it uh, American dressed up as Italian? I got a feeling if I went to, like, you know, 
Napoli, I wouldn't be able to get a spaghetti bolognese. I, I, oh no, you see, no, right. So I don't, I don't want to get into this too much. The spag ball that we know uh-huh. is not proper. That's not Italian. Yeah, that is. So. That's what the Yanks do, and then yes. obviously they called it this, that, and the other. Spag ball in Italy, completely different. So it is. That's what I'm saying. If they don't, if they don't keep their eye on things, they're going to lose spag ball forever, and people um, are going to go, "Hey, what's this?" I'm going to say, ball. "I'm going to say just by what I just said there, it's gone too." People already think. Oh, that. <laughs> geez, too, they've too lost late. spag ball. At least lost a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Rost, you know, you know that game, post-apocalyptic survival uh, game. Yes. Um. So, GDC, which is the game developer conference, which happens in LA or somewhere, San Francisco. That's where mm. it happens. Um. So they had been organizing like a, a real life meetup with uh, the game community. Mm-hmm. The, the you know the people that play their game. Now I think mm-hmm. they may have forgotten that game communities are terrible, awful yes. places, yes. full of terrible, terrible people. Um, yes. And they've had to cancel it now because someone, some thirteen-year-old, sent them death threats. And they went to me. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> cancel right. it. Fucking hell! What were they thinking? Uh, I don't know. I think it's got something to do with. Like cheating, or the like them shutting down cheaters and then sending them death threats and shit like that. Way that um, what they said. This is the official statement. Uh, this is not a statement we're happy announce. Due to uh, IRL, th- due to an IRL threat, we must take seriously. We're going to have to cancel the GDC meetup in San Fran next week. If you would like to show us portfolios, talk shop, or get feedback on your work, reach out via mail. Um, so, yeah, dickheads ruin it for everyone is yep. the... Um, That's the official message. Yeah, yeah so community-facing staff see threats daily. Apparently this is a common thing. Uh, when players and the members of the cheat community lash out on social media, these people need to... Go outside. Yeah. Jesus Christ, I'll <laughs> never understand that. Yeah, it's it's. Uh... I got caught cheating. I'm so angry. It's like, yep, yep. Good for you, kid. But do you know what? I I don't know how people even make a video game anymore. I really don't. <laughs> I I don't think I'd be able to just. Listen and put up with the shite. And uh, definitely, uh, to me, it doesn't seem. I I probably just wouldn't look. I'd probably be like, oh, there's my game. Uh, it's it shipped. Um, well, then don't, that's what don't I show think. me anything. I wouldn't like if I think if Evil G made a game, there would be no social media linked to it, and we would not give out any contact information, so people could just <laughs> shout at each other, and no one would on, know about it. <laughs> yeah. But that's fine. They can all shout at each other about it on on Reddit or something about how the developer. Oh, there's no contact from the developers, and you just be like, "Yeah, maybe that's because we're all that kids and we're all just complaining about stuff." You know, there's uh, there's people out there I guarantee who are. Let's take uh, one of the best. Right? Okay. Me personally, I don't think this right, but Half Life Two is regarded as one of the best games ever made. Correct? Sure. 
people will still find shit on the internet and give off and probably threaten to kill by Gabe what's his face <laughs> Gabe for <laughs> nah, he has a, have you seen his knife collection <laughs> yeah, he is Gabe the guy that, has a knife collection yeah a fucking Why huge, does that not huge knife collection <laughs> surprise me it probably started collecting after people started asking about Half Life Three. It was all right. I better arm myself. <laughs> Ask about Half Life Three again. You go get fucking stabbed. <laughs> See, he wouldn't have shut down the public meeting. He would have just brought his knives. <laughs> just chasing after fourteen-year-olds trying to stop him. It's like, what you say? <laughs> Don't care if your ma's here. You started it. She'll get one too. She's not careful. Gabe running around with a crowbar and a machete. <laughs> in a big H. What do you call it? The HGV suit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Yu Suzuki, legendary director of games mm-hmm. such as Virtual Fighter, Shamu. Mm-hmm. Um. He's making Virtual Fighter NFTs and Sega. Just, just, it's nothing to do with Sega, but they're just yeah. letting, letting them do it. Yeah. I am disappointed. That is all I have to say. Yeah. It's all like, ah, oh, fun. The Virtual Fighter fans will have a new exciting experience. He was like, you know what else? You know what else would give Virtual Fighter fans a new exciting experience? Do you fuck a Virtual Fighter game? <laughs> How about that? But you do one of those, those NFT bollocks? Fucking hell. Uh, well, they'll learn the hard way. Yep. Yep. I mean, no, that's fucking nuts. I, I know that in online stuff, Japan can be kind of behind the times. We've seen Nintendo. Like, yep, yep. like it took Microsoft to come in and go and push, you know online gaming into the forefront. Sony had mm-hmm. no choice but to follow and Nintendo was like, what? Um, we but, better do that too. Uh, but Jesus Christ, man. What? what, what the, the <laughs> it's been a year since NFTs had their wee moment in the sun. Why are we yeah. still talking about this? Yeah, that, that came and that went. Um, hmm? And it's it seems to be only now uh, Suzuki here and uh, Square Enix yeah. Although Square Enix could change soon now that your man oh, no. has given the No, after that they came out and said, No, we're still doing the NFTs. He didn't NFT oh, hard me. enough, that's why he's gone. Oh jeez. <laughs> They're all like NFT harder. Oh Christ. I know. All I can think of is Don Callus every time I hear NFTs now. <laughs> That's how you know it's bad with Don Callis is like, yeah, this is a way for me to come across as a slimy shitbag. <laughs> you know, he's using it as a wrestling gimmick. If your thing is being used as a wrestling gimmick for a heel, you're a dickhead. Yes. That's that's how that goes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, oh. uh, lastly, Unfortunate news. Uh, actor Lance hmm. Reddick passed away. Uh, put this in because he has been in games a lot. I know him mostly from one of my favorite TV shows, The Wire. Yes, I'm one of those guys. No, I'm not going to make you watch it. Do whatever the fuck you want, but I still <laughs> love The Wire. Um, 
Yeah, he uh, played Albert Wesker in that Resident Evil show. That's right. Oh, I bet that got people some some people angry. I bet you it did. <laughs> he um, I know I know there was a sort of we were talking about Destiny earlier. There, there was a big sort of community gathering in game for him because he voiced uh, Commander was, uh, Zavala in Destiny yes. Two. Aye. He was. He was in the, the original, obviously the second one as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's. I always find it. It's a nice thing when, like, obviously we know gaming communities are awful, but there is that small majority of them who just enjoy games and stuff like that. And yeah. it's cool when they get together and do something like that. Just <clears throat> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like <laughs> it's not all fucking. It's just the awful stuff tends to get a lot louder than the awful stuff. There's yeah. a lot of decent people playing games out there. And that's mostly who you'll... Well, maybe that's bad. Uh, not, I shouldn't say mostly either, because like, it doesn't matter what uh, game you jump into, this chat's always a just a nightmare. But yeah, he... Um, yeah, he played Com- uh, Commander Savala in, in Destiny 2. He was in Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, voice that's right. Silence, uh, John Wick. Of course, of course, he was the uh, hotel uh, manager. Yeah, uh, he had a he had a hell of a voice. So he did. He did a did very a, unique a voice. voice. He's in Payday too, but I think that's because his uh, John Wick character's in Payday. Yes. Yeah, a lot of stuff. He's he only sixty-two. Yeah, that's what. Why so? Um, you know, shocking because he he would he has stuff. He's in John Wick Chapter Four. It's like, what? yeah, it's all so very sudden. Mm. Um, I don't think it's he was in um, he was in uh, he was meant to have a massive part in Godzilla versus Kong because mm. he is in it, but he's only in it for like two lines or something. But apparently they had re- they had you know recorded like nearly. 30 minutes of scenes with him. He was meant to be like the whole sort of big head of the the monster thing. So he was yeah. uh, on arc. And then they, they just sort of thought that the film was a bit too long. And I remember reading this and I was going, well, why didn't you cut those three fucking idiots that nobody gave a damn about then? Those three people that didn't actually need to be in the film and explained nothing. You could add Lance Rhetoric instead. He'd have been fucking awesome. Would have been better than that one out of that shit show. That's what I'm saying. Her and her two yeah. fucking jobber mates. You could have cut them completely. They they had no point in that fall. Right. Wrestling time then. Mm. On to happier things. <clears throat> I got a bunch of stuff here. Where do you even start? Um. I guess I'll do th- uh, right, we'll do a run through of uh, the AW stuff first here. Uh, so, first thing we have to talk about is the promo that opened up Dynamite last week. Mm. Um, this was brilliant. So, that was promo. This was uh, MJF's um, Rebar Mitzvah. mitzvah um, and it was interrupted by Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara, the four pillars of AEW, mm. all in the ring at the same time, and everyone wants a title shot. 
Um, and everyone did pretty well. Now, I, um, I think this movie came out of Dave Meltzer, and he makes this point that Jack Perry buried, uh, buried Rampage in his promo. Yeah, and, uh, well, he basically says you've you, you've not been on anything else except you get. He's basically saying you don't have to do any of the other. You've never done any of the other shows. Yeah, you no. Know? I and don't quite get how that buries Rampage. I wouldn't say buries. He's trying to bury MJF. It's like you don't care about the fans. You won't be on any of the other shows except this one. He's mm. saying that as like MJF's doing the bad thing. But for yeah. some reason, Dave Meltzer have picked this up as him saying that Rampage is the bad show that isn't worthy of MJF, whereas he's criticizing what? MJF for not going. Yeah. That's that. That's the point he's making. He's like, "Oh, he buried he buried Rampage." He's like, "No, he didn't." He says MJF thinks he's too good, so MJF is bad because he thinks he's too good for it. Yeah, that's clear as day, whatever. Didn't bury This is Dave Milcher saying this. This guy's been doing this a long fucking ass time. And here's little old me being like, what the fuck are you talking about, you maniac? Uh, <laughs> it's like, like, what are maybe, I? Maybe he was half paying attention or something. Anyway. Maybe he was half fucking cut. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> fuck, maybe, maybe. Um... But yeah, he was he was clearly saying you don't give a shit about this company. You you, you haven't done dark or elevation or anything. And that was the thing I, I kind of thought was cool is each of them give a different reason to why they have fought hard in the company. And it, everyone made a great point. Like because you think about it, MJF is probably the one guy who gets on TV regularly but does the least amount of wrestling. <laughs> Hundred percent, I. That 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 was obviously Jungle Boy's point. Sammy, jeez, yep. he was all like, "I've done this on my. I've got here. I was supposed to be the job guy for Jericho, and yep. and I got here myself, and I'm never gonna give up." And he was like, "He was almost sound like like a face." Uh, yeah, he then, was, uh, and then he insulted Canada. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was. He almost panicked a wee, but he was all, "Oh shit, they're starting to get behind me here." Although he did come out with a cracking line, I thought. Which one was that? He turned around and he says to MJF, if you don't shut your mouth, this rebar mitzvah will turn into a recircumcision. <laughs> <laughs> don't know how you recircumcise, but... <laughs> um... And then, then Darby's was very... um. I like AEW because they let me be me. No one else would do that. So fuck you, MJF. I am me, and I'll never fucking change. Yeah, you don't he, give a shit about this place. Yeah, he brought up the the Biden war. Uh, Dave Meltzer had a problem with that as well. Said, "Oh, just just makes you look like the second the, the secondary company." It's like motherfucker, they are. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, do you know what was brilliant though? Again, I think all of them came out with a cracking line each time. And Darby, the one that got me with Darby was, "If you don't give me a title shot, you know what I'm gonna do. You know what I'm gonna do, Max." I'm going to go on Twitter and complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's one of the longest promos uh, Darby's ever cut. And I was always like, can this guy cut a promo or not? It's like, yeah, he's pretty good. He's got a very unique style. I like that. Mm. He's he's not, it, his promo's not like any anybody else. And he's surprisingly funny as well. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I it was where I didn't get a title shot. <laughs> Put on this great whiny voice. JR will be proud of that one, hey? Yep. He, he gives off about that the whole time. I didn't get my push. My push. Cash and creative. But, um, yeah, so basically MJF was all, well, fuck you, none of you deserve a title shot because I've beat you all, blah, blah, blah. And then his fucking jungle boys wheeled him in the back of head with a microphone. Yeah. Fuck you, Max. <laughs> Walk away from me, <laughs> you prick. And then all hell bl- breaks loose. Yes. Um. <laughs> you can clearly see it, though, but it's brilliant when MJF, you know, quote-unquote, gets knocked into the table with the kick. He, he fucking just dives in there and pushes it right into his own face just for that added effect. But it was so well done. He's so good at it. Although, fuck, when he took the sunglasses off, he was a dummy says, Jesus, you look like shit. <laughs> oh, no, it's the big furry hat he's wearing. Was that what it was? Sorry, Aye. it was covering his face. <laughs> Just showing the like, like he wasn't on Dynamite last week, so it's been been nope. two weeks since his Iron Man match, and Jesus Christ, Aye. He, his face is all swollen and fucked up still. Daniels had beat the fucking piss out of you. Madness, I how you. But that, that was a good moment as well. He takes off a hat and, like, camera gets right up in there. It's like, you know, the whole crowd's like, oh, Jesus. Right. Say, you look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, guess uh, we'll see where this goes then. I mean, do they do a four-way match for the title? Or does I he take so. one of them I, on I, at a time? I think we just go the four-way. Hmm. I think that that would be uh, a good like uh, the four pillars. It's just when do you do it? I don't that I don't think you can hold on to this until the next pay per view. Don't know. If there's one thing AEW is good at, it is long term storytelling and really long winded stories. But Julia Hart. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, I don't want to get to the point where it's like, right, long term storytelling is all well and good as long as you're actually fucking doing something. <laughs> we do know AW has like, uh, that will sometimes drag things out way too long. It's like, oh, that's some long term booking. It's like, you mentioned it three months ago and you're paying it off now. You didn't do anything in between. That does not count. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Stu Grayson is back. Fuck yeah. And Stu Grayson is back back. Is back back. So the, the abs were in Canada this week, last week, um, in Winnipeg. Uh, where, well, Stu Grayson uh, left because he didn't want to do the traveling anymore. He was going to stay in Canada more. Um so I thought this was one-time thing. They're in Canada, so bring them on. Have them do a thing with the Dark Order. They had a match against uh, Blackpool Combat Club. Um, Hangman, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. Um, but yeah, right. I, now, Evil Uno made a good point. Is when they announced Stu as Canada's own. He's like, well, I'm from Canada too, like, but well, whatever. <laughs> 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 he does have a point. Like, he is, he very, is Canadian. Uh, great, uh, great reaction from the crowd for for him, uh, just for right. fucking everything he was doing. Um, 
do people ever everybody wants Uno and Stu back together. Yep, hundred um, percent. Um, fuck, they put on a fantastic match as well. Uh, there, there was an absolute uh, the bit I absolutely loved was um, Wheeler fucking smacks Wheeler was a wee healy shit in this match, so he was. But um, yes, th- this was pretty much the full on the confirmed um, BCC heel turn. There was straight up cheating going on here. <laughs> yep. So fucking Wheeler wheels Hangman with a ring bell and he's left KO'd and the three of them are in the ring and Stu and Uno are looking at each other like, well, fuck this, let's go. So the two of them dive in three on two and they're doing really, really well at one stage. And then of course, like Wheeler seems to be like the wee scumbag of the group. Chop mm. <laughs> blocking everyone just. He's a very good heel. Uh, but um, they they... For Stu's big comeback match, they just made him look... Well, I say they made him look, he just looked unbelievable. Hey? And I, I, I thought he would have backbreaker Claudio. He didn't, but he had him up for it, and Claudio had to rake the eyes to get out of it. So he picked him up like he weighed nothing. <laughs> I say we'll, we'll see that match at, at some point. Well, we obviously know there's a big match coming up this week on Dynamite. Yeah, so, so this week we've got John Moxie versus... Um, Stu Grayson singles match. Mm-hmm. Stu, that was on Rampage. Stu had a promo where he, you know, evil and who's in the hospital with concussion. It's all your fault. I'm going to fuck yep. you up. I wonder will Moxie put him over? I don't know if he'll, I don't know if he'll put him over. If I don't think so. I think Stu will be ready about to get the win and there'll be some cheating. I can, obviously Mox is heen now. So, he'll still be ready to beat him, and there'll be some cheating. He'll have to cheat to beat him. But there was a fucking line he said in that we promo. It was a, it was amazing. Yeah, I swear to God, I will break you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Stu's in full Bane mode, so he's just gonna his backbreakers for all. Although I do love his backbreakers. He just lifts you all like full height and just right onto the knee. Hmm. Good to have yeah, him good back. back. Good to have yeah, him back. I like the poster being I like Stu Grayson is all elite and then brackets again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder what they had to give him to get him back in. It must be it's like they saw that reaction. They're like, nah, man. This, like, nah. <laughs> sign, sign me. What do you want? How much? Whatever you want. Fucking bring your wife and kids away every week or something. I don't know. And now, will we finally get at some point Dark Order tag team titles? We have to. Stu and Uno. See, now I'm conflicted because it was I wanted best friends and now it's like, oh shit, the original Dark Order's back. So, yeah. Um... So, something I forgot to ask you last week. Um, so, Jay, Jay Cargill had announced, uh, give me Canada's best to, to, to open mm-hmm. a challenge. Um, I wasn't meant to ask you, I was like, ah, oh, who do you think it's going to be? Yes. Uh, Garnsey, well, I, I, you wouldn't have said Nicole Matthews. No, I wouldn't have said Nicole Matthews. And now, apparently, she is very good. Yes. She's but, um, been around for a while. We didn't get to see any of that. No, sadly, she had to do a match with Jade. Got squashed, yeah. Within, I don't even know. It wasn't wasn't very long. No. Yeah. Uh, 
where Jay started talking shit, um, which led to Die Valkyrie coming out. She's Canadian. Well, happy. She is. That's who I was. If you had asked me last week, that's who I would have hoped for. I was gonna say it will. It'll either be her or Rosemary, which would have been I, cool as well. Would have been very cool. Um. Yeah, what do you think are getting? Uh, um. Oh, f- fucking! What's her face? Renee oh, getting up in Renee's face, but like you're Canadian. It's like she just wanted to beat up Canadians. Yep. And then a, a big Canadian came that she can't yeah. beat up. Yeah. The fucking. I think it's one of the first times someone's looked at Jade IDI. Mmm. is no fucking small woman. Like can Taya carry Jade? That's my question for you. You know her a lot better than I do. Mm. As in, I don't know her very much at all. I reckon so. Uh, if she does what she's told, uh, Jade, I mean, if Jade just does what she's told, Ty, I reckon, could carry her through a good match. She got out to Layla Gray, though, and showed uh, showed Jade how to do her finisher properly. <laughs> I did like that on Rampage Excalibur. Um, he explained it. You know, she does her finisher, and he calls it's... it the road to Valhalla. He's like, you may know it as Jade, but I can tell you, folks, Ty has been doing this a lot longer than Jade. So mm. I was like, yeah, yeah. What do you do there? That's Jade's. That's Ty's finisher, and it would mm-hmm. be completely bullshit for her not to be able to do it because Jade does it. Especially because I guarantee someone looked at Ty doing that big woman, or even yeah. you know Awesome Kong before, and was like, "That's a good yep. big woman finisher," and told Jade to do it. Yep. Um. So yeah. Uh, yeah, because the work's all being done by the person you're holding, really. I don't give a shit if two people have the same finisher either. No. Honestly, it doesn't Jesus. bother me at all. It's starting to happen at some stage, and if anything, that just makes the match very interesting because the two of them are trying to do the same move to each other. I use a Ring of Honor. There was a, a Kevin Steen angle with someone else where they were like, their bo- their finisher, both finishers were, um, was the package pile driver. Hmm. And they had a match. It was like, Whoever wins, whoever loses, can never do the uh, the package pile driver ever again. Uh, that's 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 an angle to go for. Um, but she does it a lot better, Taya. She does. It's just confidence. Uh, ah. Like you can tell, that's that's the difference maker. It's like I've done this a hundred million times. I know what yeah. I'm doing. Um, yeah. And uh, I know I will never fuck it up. That, that's the that's the difference you saw easily. Um, Lucha royalty. That's what she's known as. <laughs> she has a big long La Huera Loca. La Huera Loca? Uh, the, uh, the, the crazy... The crazy queen of Lucha or something. Or is that Loco? I uh, Loco. La Huera uh, Loco? I, I don't know. What what does La Huera Loca mean? I'll look that up. Must check with that. Let's go. Does it mean no? It's just get me <laughs> to fucking. But it's, uh, just brought up to Valkyrie. Oh, uh, Translation: The crazy wearer. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already got that far. My own. What the fuck's a wearer? A feminine gay man? I don't. That can't be right. What? <laughs> 
uh, get out the way. We're a no direct translation. Okay. Apparently, Loki's an effeminate gay man. What? But also means crazy. That, that might be homophobic. I don't know. I didn't say I it. Blame the Spanish. Uh, me. But she went down <laughs> training in Mexico in the lucha style, so she genuinely is a trained luchador. I think that's fucking class. What the fuck is Awera? I look forward to your Hey EW so we can get an explanation. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, what's after that? QTV. <laughs> this was stupid. <laughs> this was stupid and funny at the same time. Just, just all these insider jokes. So, I was like, yep, this so, is... So what the fuck is it? Is it like a TV show? So QTV is running a... News station? I guess like a news feed, eh? But so so Warlow got robbed last week and lost the, the, the titles that like legit Tegra and and they have spun this into it was QT's cronies that did it. Yes. But then on his fake news thing he just shows video of them actually doing it. Yes. Which seems like you wouldn't want to do that? I don't know. <laughs> and who the hell's that woman? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Her massive but... cleavage? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking hell. I, th- I didn't think we got people like that in wrestling anymore. Is she a, <laughs> is she a wrestler? Or what the f- No yeah, idea. Any idea who she is? No. No idea. Uh, um... A line that killed me though is all "What's next for Batista?" It's all I don't know. Just look what Batista used to do, and then you know, make it worse. <laughs> oh, in uh, <laughs> um, Hobbs defend the TNT title against uh, Phoenix. Fe- Ray Phoenix on good Rampage. Match. It was a very good match. It's Ray Phoenix, of course it is. Um, but yeah. There was no shenanigans, was was there? No, no, no. Because Hobbs wouldn't really benefit from that. He's supposed to be an absolute monster. No, they just murdered Purby What's-His-Face afterwards. The Alex That's Apprentice. right. Alex Apprentice got a diamond cutter. Yes. Or is it called a QT cutter? No, it's a diamond <laughs> cutter. Um, I did like Phoenix German suplex and Hobbs. That was Aye. impressive looking. Little guy suplex and big guy will always get me. Yeah, it's always cool. Um, Orange Cassidy taking on uh, Jeff Jarrett for the international title. My heart was in my throat this whole oh, fucking match. My heart was in my throat a few times. I was like, no, 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 no. Like, ah, I think they were playing on that, though. Oh, I had to yeah, Satnam Singh just raking havoc on the outside. Um, yep. Fucking Jay Lethal at, at the start of the match. This was actually very cleverly done. He came out with a sling on. And I was all, oh fuck, he must actually got a wee knock last weekend with that arm thing. Yeah. And then he comes tearing out later. He's absolutely fine. <laughs> with a globe. And I was all, no, 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 no. That's what he thought, no. definitely thought it was over when he got hit with a golden globe. Yeah. Yep. And then he kicks out. Then then Trent comes out and sorts out lethal. Um, 
Ball Texas won one orange punch. I don't know if I um here's the thing, right? I, I'm not a Jeff Jarrett fan, but no. I think the way they're booking this, they know we're not Jeff Jarrett fans and they're fucking with us and it's making yeah. it exciting. Yep. And I don't mind that. Nope. You're you're hundred percent right. Cause like this this fucking match had me on the edge of the seat purely yes. because it's like, no, they can't give it to Jarrett. They can't, they can't. <laughs> We can't do that. Not a like, worker title. No, just no. Like, like Tony Khan has worked out now that you know everyone hits Jarrett and that we know he's a mark. So he's like, I've got to make people think I'm going to do something bonkers here. Can't <laughs> uh, can't can't be doing that. Um, the Outcast had another promo on. On Dynamite, um, or is this their first one? Is this their first group promo? It's their first group promo. Yeah. Uh, so it's more of them uh, talking shit to the fans, Storm talking about, I interim champion, you don't respect me, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> um, we get Hater and Baker coming out but getting beat down. Um, and then <laughs> we can fucking Rio turn out with a big pipe that's bigger than her. Along with Will Nightingale and uh, Sky Blue. <laughs> it's just weird seeing Rio running out with a pipe. Aye. Ready to stave some heads in. It's like it's, it's Rio. Oh, not like eight pounds of her. It's in normal oh clothes as well. I'm yeah. so used to being just up like a nice wee sort of wee princess look on her. She comes tearing out with just jeans and a t-shirt and a pipe and it's like... Who the fuck's I, that? <laughs> I had to think for that. I had to look twice. What the fuck is that? Oh, fuck. Okay. But yeah, I guess Rio's going to murder some bitches if they come near her now. <laughs> who's, who's contending for the title here? I'm not too sure. Um, we all got into this outcast stuff. The title seems to be uh, being ignored. Do you know what was a bit silly at the end of all this, though? What? So, Hater and Riho obviously know each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, they're obviously having like a wee chat and they sort of nod heads at each other. Mm-hmm. And then Britt does this thing where she, like, you know, tries to like take a quick step forward and Riho doesn't even flinch or sort of like, what do you do? What are you doing, <laughs> <laughs> like, doing Britt? Why are you trying to step to Rio? You just saved your asses. Yeah, they, they have a history, don't they? Though I get that, but like, if you're going to at least tell her you're going to do it, because Rio doesn't speak English, or you know, Hater is able to maybe have a wee thing with her, but she does the step forward thing, and Rio just stands there completely motionless, like it didn't happen. And I was like, okay, that was weird. Camera didn't need to zoom in on that <laughs> awkwardness. <laughs> Um, and we get their trios. Uh, the ah mm. oh man, the trios division. It's harder than the tag division at the moment. I would say. Yes. Um, I, I agreed. It's mostly because of these guys. Um, House of Black versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus uh, Jericho Garcia and Guevara in a triple threat trios match. Um. As I mentioned, we're in Winnipeg. We have two hometown heroes in this match. Uh, mm-hmm. Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Holy shit, the crowd wanted to see them too. Oh, 
Oof. And they just kept they kept taking it away on it the, the way that they're, they're facing off and the crowds go fucking nuts and House of Black just comes in and's like, oh no no, I'd get the fuck. Empty. <laughs> <laughs> um I thought that was good. And then, then they do it again, um, and then there the same thing happens, but they fight off uh, House yep. of Black and then go at each other and finally give everyone what they were looking for. Then at one stage they had to work together to take Brody King off the top rope. Yeah, fighting them off. Uh, Brody King, an absolute monster in oh, this match. Right on tie. The it guy, was, even Don Callis on commentary was just making it as well. Just like we don't have an answer for Mister King, uh, mm. Jericho doesn't have an answer for Mister King, <laughs> and he was he was a big difference maker. He's such a good big guy. Yeah. It might be, I don't know how you feel like comparing him to um, uh, Archer. Archer. Could, I, th- I think he might be AW's best big guy. Um, Ooh. It'd definitely be up there. It'd definitely be up there. It's just, I do, there's some of my favorite matches. I mean, I still love that Texas death match with Archer and Moxley when Archer's doing some fucking bonkers shit. So, it's a, if we haven't it's feel like, it feels like it's been way too long since we've seen enough Archer. I definitely think that he has benefited the most from House of Black. Brody King? Yeah. I definitely. I mean, Ma- Malachi's Malachi. He was already there. He's already yeah. at the tippy top. Everyone knows who he is. He's over. He's guy. People want to see him already. But I feel mm-hmm. like Brody King, like, it's not like he wasn't known, but he's gotten a lot more over and done mm. a lot more with House of Black and the way he's been booked like an absolute fucking unstoppable monster that's mm-hmm. that's part of that and yeah I'm, uh, I'm here for it I like it um, he looks fucking terrifying in his course paint and it's good oh he does he really does Brody King for go for the title <laughs> Take it off, MGF. Um. Yes. So obviously, I should black win this one. Um. And then we had a one-on-one match between Garcia and Brody Kingdom, which was interesting. Yeah. So on Rampage, we had the the follow-up there, um, which she's. A white belt cheating happen and Garcia get the win, so it looks like uh, yeah, JS might get their like not one three a three on three um, shot at the titles maybe. Yeah, the the moment Jericho hit Brody King with that bat, I was like, "You signed your own death warrant. What'd you do that for? <laughs> Why'd you do that?" Yeah, you're going to be challenged by to a title match by the champions. <laughs> Now you're not challenging them. <laughs> They're challenging you. See, uh, Malachi could do some good shit with Jericho as well. Oh, I feel that would happen. And that's a good way to get into whatever you want happening. Do whatever you want. Just if it involves Jericho, you can pretty much do whatever. Yep. Um, because Jericho will go to Tony. He's like, "We're doing this." And Tony goes, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> okay, boss." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after the, the, the trios match, after Isaac Black win, though, we get a whole fucking 
all mm. sorts of shit happening. Um, PCC and Dark Order come out from backstage. Oh, what the fuck? They've been fighting this entire time. <laughs> um, oh, you get the, the moment of hang pan, hang pan, hang man. My new favorite wrestler, hang pan page. No, be hang pan mage. <laughs> hang pan page, pussy pants. <laughs> Uh, right, um, <laughs> he's in the ring facing off like, uh, alone against uh, Moxley, Claudio and Yuta um, and then unbeknownst to him uh, the elite back him up and the crowd mm. goes fucking nuts they do <laughs> absolutely nuts um, Blackpool Combat Club Retreat that's how you know their heels now because yep uh, except for you, you you has an hour go at it. That's right. On uh, BTE, the cat brought Cutler's uh, camera kept rolling because obviously it ended on TV. Literally, his hangman's turning around, which was a great way to. Yeah, yeah. we did. We did miss on TV though the the whole like Kenny, going, uh, like doing the whole dismissive uh, and then getting out of the ring. Um, but yeah, as you're saying. Yuda running down and getting knocked out. <laughs> it's empty. Um, so the, and another thing on BT as well, they did their wee their, their wee group chat bit. Mm-hmm. They had Kenny leave the group chat, so yep. Not not all as well with the elite. Kenny he'd turn maybe. Him and Don Callis split off with. Takeshita? Uh, oh, that would be awesome. Oh, I, Jesus. I, the the, the Takeshita thing. There. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That was amazing. Don Callis with the one guy with the, 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 <laughs> the, drum. the, the title drum. Um, Taiko drum. A person with flowers. Very confused, Takeshita. Uh, that was, that was <laughs> good. Uh, there are a few stories here. Uh, Forbidden Door Two got announced, and it's going to yes. be in Canada as part of a Canadian tour. So obviously things going well in Canada for AEW. They're mm. getting the sold out crowds, going fucking clean nuts. Um, Canada's always been very good Aye. wrestling place. I guess That's good. I did it. Canada is not a city. Just, um, um, Reverting back very, very quickly, uh, I did enjoy when MJF first came out and there was sort of half and half cheering and booing. Mm. And just the easiest way to get everyone booing was all, come on, guys, we all know Sean was better than Brett. Yep. And that, that was it. Crowd was just fuck. Flick a switch. Uh, <laughs> yep. um, yeah, Forbidden Door 2. Um, yep. No, apparently. It'll be, was uh, it June? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I heard I heard through the grapevine oh. that a a certain certain wrestler has an issue with Kenny Omega. Oh, and really? Not, <laughs> and the, the one you're thinking of is injured. Oh, uh, right. So someone who's in the same team as him was saying this this time that they might want to have a go at Kenny. No, you're not. I'm you're not. not. I'm not. I'm deadly serious. <laughs> 
That may, that man might, himself. Yep, might be a replacement for Kenny Osprey oh, too. Not happening. <clears throat> I don't know how bad that that injury of Osprey's is, but I don't. I don't think he'd be back for June. Oh so, my god, I'll lose my mind. So you, <laughs> so you might have Omega versus Cobb. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Match of the year contender already. <laughs> I figured you'd like that. Um, yep. We'll yeah. definitely make it up for the crossover event with Impact where he has to fight Moose. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I think this will be a slightly better match. <laughs> yeah. In um, Impact, uh, Kaylin King got signed. She did. By Impact. She, she, she's a tag champion already. Fuck, that was fast. Yeah, she walked in. She she's part of Taylor Wilde's coven, so uh, she's like the powerhouse for Taylor Wilde. And they walked in. They challenged Rosemary and Taya Valkyrie, and uh, Rosemary was like, "All right, I'll muck you two up." And they just made Kylan King look an abs like an absolute beast. She just good. ran over the top of everything. Good, good. So she's a tag champ inside a week, which makes me think that's obviously Taya's out for leaving because yeah, the impact yeah. recorded a couple of weeks ahead. So they have said they're going to do a... She has taped a few things to explain her leaving. I hope it's as funny as it was last time. <laughs> Going back to prison. Back to prison for attempted murder. Uh, the Great Muda and Andy Kaufman are going into the Hall of Fame. The Great Muda going into the Hall of Fame is fucking nuts. Uh, but it makes so much sense. The WWE Hall of Fame I'm talking about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy Kaufman, the comedian guy? yeah. Yeah. Him and Jerry Lawler worked the entire fucking world. Yeah, they did. Um, probably one of the most successful like crossover things wrestling's ever done. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm more interested in uh, in Keiji Muto, mm. who definitely deserves to go in. He's one of the greatest of all time, easily. Fantastic. Um, was never. I don't think he ever had any matches in WWE specifically. WCW, yeah, Wrestle Sting, mm. Flair, um, Hogan. It was New Japan. He wrestled Hogan though. Mm. But still, no oh, when, one. No when, one should when have he was to go. Big hurry back, Hogan. No, no. This that, that was this would have been post WWF Hogan. Oh, all right, okay. So would have been in the nineties. So WCW done a lot of. They were men. They were doing their whole thing with New Japan. Um, it probably would have been around then. Um, okay. I mean, you, you name him, this guy's wrestled him. So yeah, yeah, you know, ten years. Yes, Vader. You know, for even his later years, he was still class. One of my favorite moves he used to do was this week, sort of what? running, spinning like, elbow. This year, he retired this year and could still put on a match. Ah, doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me. Mom was in fantastic shape. He was wrestling as Keiji Mudo and the Great Muda. The Great Muda being when he puts on the mask. But uh, mm. I guess uh, is Keiji, Keiji Muto is that's where he had all his title success. Mm. You know, the four time IWGP heavyweight champion. Um, he's held the All Japan Triple Crown Championship three times. Um, he's been tag champion um, in New Japan as well, multiple times with different partners. Um, 
He was the WWC Puerto Rican heavyweight champion and Super Black Ninja. <laughs> Class. But yeah, that, that's a that's a well well fucking deserved. Yeah. Um. One there. Um. Uh, yep. Yeah, Ma- Masha Slamovich is the GCW champion. I I seen this in the notes and I was like, holy shit, that's cool. She she. she she beat um, Nick Gage, choked him out, she's and now brilliant. she's the champion. <laughs> she is absolutely brilliant. There you go. She's, um, she's the next challenger for Mickey James at the next pay-per-view in Rebellion. And mm. I kind of hope she gets it. Yeah. She, she's absolutely brilliant. Um... Yeah, so th- this was at their. What is this event called? Uh, eye for an eye, GCW Eye for an Eye. This card looks fucking stacked. Um, like you have Alex Shelley and Kushida versus Mike Bailey and Jordan Oliver. Nice. Um, Effie and Ali Catch uh, versus Marcus Mathers, uh, Dylan McKay. Uh, Mance Warner and one called Manders and the main event. I don't know what all that means. Um, Blake Christian taking on Jack Cartwheel. <laughs> Jack Cartwheel. Tony Devon versus Willie Mack. Uh, yeah, Gringo Loco versus Bandito. Mark Cardona nice. taking on Homicide. Joey Janela <laughs> taking on Grim Reefer. Grim Reefer. <laughs> <laughs> for the uh, GCW Extreme Championship. Um, yeah. Yeah, there he goes. Masha Slavovich is the GCW champion. Class. Um, and just to finish up here, so the New Japan Cup has been running uh, one of the, one of the big tournaments that New Japan does every, week, every year that you get a main event title shot. The IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um, and this year, the final went down to Sonata and David Finlay. Um, nice. Son- Sonata won, uh, so he will go on to face... Um, he'll go on to, to... Fucking... I forgot his name. I forgot his name. What, what belt <laughs> is it? thrown out the, the world title. <laughs> Oh, Okada? Okada. Because <laughs> um, I was trying to learn like, his first name, and it's a fucking nightmare to pronounce. Um, yeah, so he'll take on Okada uh, for the IWG World Heavyweight Championship at um, some New Japan event. That's about hmm. time, I would say, because I had always said like Sonata is so he was in Naito's group, the you know the Globernalis uh Don Japan. Uh so a while ago they, they did a couple of years ago, the other guy Evil basically betrayed Naito and everyone joined Bullet Club and won the title and Evil's not very good but Sonata is and I think he's the guy he, he, he's a I think he could be a main event guy um, 
and this is that happening before our very eyes. Um, I will always remember Sonata when he was in TNA. He yes. was one of the first people to be uh, recruited by James Storm. <laughs> he, was, he was an X-Division champion. He was, and he was point. fucking brilliant. Um, David Finley getting into the finals pretty big as well. He seems mm-hmm. to be their next uh, Gaijin uh, after Jay White left. Mm. Um, and I think that just sort of it's better recognition for him. Now Sonata has has lost lost left in Globanales um, to join a new faction. So the like you know a Japanese wrestling everyone's everyone's in a faction. You know you got uh, Suzuki Suzuki Gun and uh, uh, Okada's Chaos um, mm. and they have a bunch of different ones. Bullet Club's one. So there was one called Just Four Guys. Um, and it was Tai Chi, um, who shit, uh, Taka Michinoku, right. who's a fucking legend, uh, yep. Yoshinobu uh, Kenamaru, and uh, Doki. Uh, Doki's very good as well. He's the, like a junior heavyweight, wears the mask over his face. Um, Yoshinobu mm-hmm. Kenamaru, you, know, you ever seen him? He's a guy that always comes in with a whiskey bottle. I definitely haven't yeah. seen this guy Um yeah, he's, yeah. But, um, yeah, so Sonata has joined their group. And unfortunately, Good. they are now called Just Five Guys. <laughs> oh, dear. So make all your burger jokes. Yep. I guess. Why, why is no one, why did no one check this? <laughs> no That's about it. Just Five Guys. No, it's just... <laughs> also, if you ever buy merch for this this uh, this faction, just know it's like could fucking be bullshit. A couple of months down the road, when they add an hour member, yep, yep, or someone leaves, good stuff. <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Though. Good to see Sonata getting uh, mm. getting a title shot. Um, don't think he'll win this time, but. No, but it's good that he's getting into the main event. Yeah. You know, you know it's mad, though? Um, talking about... Like... So, uh, like, so now, like, he's uh, an up-and-comer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and o- Okada is, like, the the wily veteran. Hey, they're uh, both in their 30s. They're both the same age. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad. Both exactly the same age, man. And and it's not, it's nothing against like Sonata. Like he's thirty five, and that is te- that tends to be usually when a wrestler will hit the big time. That's where they'll hit the main event round. Right? That you know you've got you know ten plus years experience going. You know how to put on a match. You know how to work a mm. program, and that's that's how that goes. Um, it's just it, it points out just how much of a a freak Okada is. All right. Like, and you don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but the man no, the, the guy, is like, a freak of nature. The guy's just that that good, and like it's gonna leave behind one of the, the the most amazing legacies in wrestling once he's all said mm-hmm. and done. Because he's thirty five years old now. Um, if if his helps if his health keeps up, you could get another ten years out of him. Uh-huh. Um, how many title runs is he gonna have in that ten years? I'll definitely have to have him for Forbidden Door too. 
Yeah. The fucking roof came off when he showed up last year. <laughs> yeah, that was... The, 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 you remember that was around the time where everyone was sort of like... Oh, for like the the card is no one good is isn't it? And then and it's just the way you, you go with that ching. <laughs> Everyone just went fucking ah, he's here, he's fucking here. That was that was probably the last time I heard Jr. get excited as well. Even he was going mental. They even have to fucking do anything. Just like walks out and goes, yes, lads. Yep. It's all right. <laughs> Hello. I'm, I'm I'm here to save the show. It's all good. <laughs> Uh, right well that's another podcast on join us next week when I'll be all gooey and gushy over Resi 4 oh yes yep brace yourselves listeners (laughs) get ready entire podcast dedicated to Resident Evil 4 if that's what has to happen then so be it (laughs) so be it We will see you there. Bye-bye. Bye.